Okay, hello. Let me see how that sounds. Okay, so we are here talking about Traumazine. And it makes me really, really happy that the first the first segment of Good Ears, and I forgot to introduce. So this segment of the podcast, <laughs> this is why I be feeling like I got to go all the way back. It's an order. This is why you do need a script sometimes. But anyway, welcome to the Thank Me Later podcast. I am your host, Brittany. And today we are talking about Traumazine by Megan the Stallion and this is her sophomore album and I'm hype like OMG I love Meg if you do not know if you are new here new to me I don't think I'm gonna hold this mic y'all this do not look cute in the video let me turn this volume up a little bit you have to just get a little, a little bit more range Mike let's see how good you really are this is gonna be the test but um if you know me you know that meg is like i love her okay so let me take it back so i first was introduced to meg in like 2018 and it was um the stally freestyle which went viral on twitter and still continues to go viral to this day and it was just like a really good song and i feel like everybody if we're scrolling and we see like freestyle i'm like ooh, what they talking about what's what's going on and she ate she continued to eat with all of her other freestyles there's a freestyle by her she's half in half out of a car and she has like a top bun a top knot on her head when i tell y'all that was number one that was number one of me just knowing or learning every single meg freestyle word for word like I just, I, I love her and I've always loved her because it's just that talk shit music and that brand of music is extremely empowering for me. I just love when women just talk about popping a coochie and scamming these niggas and living life and the just city girl, hot girl, bounce my ass, I'ma love myself type shit. And I really love that because I feel like as a black woman, like that is our music, like and I, of course, like, you can't gatekeep it. It's out there. But I feel like that is just so particular to us and our lifestyle. And it's just like, wow, what a time to be alive. <laughs> and so I really love music like that. I really love rappers who are just all about loving themselves and just, like, talking their shit. I just feel like with Meg, she just came out the gate preaching so much about confidence and loving yourself unapologetically that she just said it in a way that I had never heard before and I just fell in love with it. I still love it to this day. I It's like some of my favorite music to work out to. Going back to my rap shit episode on what we watching, if you haven't listened, go do that. They talk about how it's like a bad bitch renaissance and so Meg is making music like that. The City Girls, Ken the Man, who if the episode is not out yet and you're talking about her, she is my girl. Right now, when it comes to rap and women rappers, her and Meg are like top two. I think she is incredible and I think she is incredibly slept on. And I'm just gonna keep saying her name, keep giving y'all her songs until everybody is just like shaking their ass on their car out the window. Because she is that girl to me. I love Ken the Man. Going back to Meg, I love her music. I genuinely really love her projects and so i love tina snow and one, one day we may just really have to have uh just megan the stallion episode because i just feel like she has a lot of songs 
I feel like to this day, people will try to play her like, oh, she talks about the same things, or she doesn't have many good songs, or she's a good rapper, but, and it's like, no, there is no but. She makes objectively great music. And I have tons of songs that I would love to go in depth about, especially on Tina Snow. My number one song from that album is Hot Girl. Actually, ooh, Hot Girl was my number one, wait. My absolute. <laughs> Saying Hot Girl just reminded me of the other songs that I love. And it's a little bit higher than Hot Girl because it's like actually crazy, freak nasty. I run into your nigga house like the Tomb Raider. You got a hot potato nigga. You got, what she say? Hold on, hold on. Freaking nasty. Oh, you got a pass around nigga here, hot potato. I told him, eat it or get out. That's your ultimatum. I got that Beyonce, that dream girl that listened. Then she said, parlez-vous Francais? Tell my pussy, hey? Yeah, I'm, that song is number one. It's not going nowhere. But Tina Snow has jam after jam after jam. After I listened to Stolly Freestyle, I explored more of her projects. And um, she had a Chopping School project. First, I watched that freestyle of her on the balcony. And she was like the only girl. And she just ate. Now, that's a freestyle. I know front to damn back. I know front to back. And I, it's. It's released on, um, what mixtape is this? Look, I'm trying not to make this the Megan Thee Stallion episode, y'all. I really love her music. Make It Hot, the Make It Hot mixtape. As Pull Up Late, she did a little bit from that. You know, I'm aware that artists write out freestyles, so she put some of those same lines into that song, Pull Up Late, which still bangs, but honestly, I'm about to do, I'm about to put this freestyle on a damn MP3 because I love it. And we're about to go to Into Trauma Zine, but hold on y'all, I need to give y'all some context because that's really my girl. Freestyle, Houston. It's the Houston Cypher. Oh, somebody put it, somebody put it in an MP3. What a blessing. Nah, when she said, bitch, settle down, ho, it's money in your presence. He gonna act a fool when he see me and Giuseppe. Gotta tell him, calm down, we in public, don't sweat me. Nah. Um, anyway, I say all that to say I quickly became a fan and told, even at that time, told everybody about her. And then, you know, they started listening and then we would literally just play her freestyles. Um, yeah, we, we, we stand, we stand. When she came out with Fever, Fever was an album that for some reason I needed multiple listens to. But once it hit like that second or third or fourth listen, I was like, oh, wow. She really ate. She ate. Rilla, pimping, cash it. Simon says money good. Sex talk, running up freestyle all on the same album. Like she really ate. And I actually think that that's why people like kind of try to shit on her. They try to say that she doesn't like sell music and she's like big on social media. It's like fake hype. But also when she was like building her brand to even be at the point that she is now and getting bigger and bigger and bigger, that was all mixtapes.
because people like really shit on her numbers. Even when Trauma Zane came out, she debuted at number. Oh my gosh, now I have to do research because I can't be wrong. The pressure is getting worse. <laughs> the pressure is getting worse. Trauma Zine debuted at number four on the US Billboard 200 with 63K album equivalent units, which includes 8,000 pure album sales. And it made it her fifth top 10 album. And people hear numbers like that and they're like, oh my gosh, she's not selling anything. She's not selling anything. Mind you, Lizzo's album special, and I'm comparing it to Lizzo because they both gained notoriety around the same time and both have huge followings, Grammys, all of those things. Lizzo's album special debuted in April, had a proper rollout, great marketing, and debuted at number two with 69,000 equivalent album equivalent sales, which is a 6K difference. And at the time, Lizzo's album was the highest charting album by a female artist in 2022, only surpassed by Beyonce's Renaissance. Like, stop. And not to mention with Meg's album, I feel like one day Pressurelicious dropped and then the next day the album was released. There was a lot of controversy surrounding her album release because allegedly folks associated with her album were leaking it. Even with all of that, Traumazine alone is a critically acclaimed album with a Metacritic score of 80 out of 100. Good News got a score of 85, Fever 81, Sugar 77. Like, look up your faves Metacritic scores. Lizzo's album received a 78. Future's album, I Never Liked You, a 69. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Kendrick, 85. Certified Lover Boy, Drake, 60. Like, even if Metacritic is not your jam, Traumazine also got four out of five stars from Rolling Stone. Like, the critics loved it. And numbers are beautiful, extremely reliable, but I feel like in today's streaming climate, they don't always get the full picture into the body of work. And so we went from Fever to Sugar, where she had Savage change the world. Did it not? Did it not change the world? Got Beyonce on it. And I will say, when Savage dropped, I listened to that song nonstop. Very similar to WAP. Y'all, I loved, I love what it represented. OMG, but anyway, had Savage on there, Captain Hook, B-I-T-C-H, Rich. Rich is my song. Like, I actually need to right now put that on the playlist, the Thank Me Later playlist. Eh, it's link in bio. But, like, stop playing with her. She has so many great, and, like, I, I'm bringing these different albums up to say, like, her discography is actually lit. It's actually thorough. She can really stand ten toes behind the projects that she has put out. They slap. Yeah, I just feel like she can stand ten toes behind everything that she's done, and it's unique. It is her. She is somebody who I feel like continues to get better and better and better, and I say this loving her old stuff. And another argument that people use against her is they're like, oh, she has the same flow. She talks about the same things. And to that I say, so the fuck what? <laughs> so what? What? Life is only getting better. Yes, I'm gonna talk about my coochie and my ass.
just I just don't get it. Like, what do these niggas want? What do what do these people want? What do they expect? Like, and y'all already know what I'm about to say. People don't say that at all when it comes to these male rappers. They too rap about the same things. Drugs, sex, violence, a good hood dream chaser anthem. It's like the topics and themes are narrow, but we really don't use that against them because we know that you can say one thing a million different ways when it comes to art and music. If I'm only on way 110, why are you checking me? It's, let's stop acting like we care so much. Y'all don't care. I've heard what y'all play at these parties, at the booty clubs. Y'all playing all little Dirk and Gunna. All amazing artists. To tell y'all a little story, I'm at the booty club and I'm in there. It's just beautiful women. I'm just like, what in the world? How are they doing this? I'm so intrigued. I'm so amazed. And me having knowledge... And just being in this bad B renaissance where we have people like Meg, City Girls, Kim the Man, Lotto, Cash Doll, Malibu Mitch, all these women rappers, you are playing Lil Durk? You playing gangbanging music? No shade. I love Lil Durk. But I feel like there's a time and a place, especially when we have people like Meg making this music. She has a song called Hot Girl. Cash shit, if you will. Movie. That's even featuring Lil Durk. <laughs> it's like there are so many options on the table. Lotto is given. I would have loved to hear that damn song. I would have loved to hear Ken the Man. Now, if you play that around me and I'm on the pole, if I was giving you something during Hot or whatever Gunna song you done played for the fifth time, if I was giving you something, I'm going to give you even more. If you would just play these rappers who are talking about me, talking about my body, my coochie, my ass, like, and I'm actually doing the shit they talking about, like, I'm going to go off. But y'all playing it backwards, playing all this gang-banging Rico Case music, and... The girls is it's putting the girls to sleep, quite simply. I don't know what to tell you. Stop that shit. <laughs> OMG. And let me just remind y'all, this is the good ears segment of Thank Me Later. And we're talking about Meg. Um, so anyway, I say all that to say that Meg does what she has has to do every single time and as long as she is empowering me and making music that I can feel good to and making music that moves me and making music that is catchy and fun to sing and rap along to Hell yeah, I'm gonna stick beside her. I love Meg, always will. Meg has really consistently put out amazing projects, even something for the hotties. And that was something I did not like. I think I listened to a little bit when it came out, but I never like played it back to back. And I was in the gym. I was like, let me listen to this album. And once I did, I played it for like the next two, three weeks of me going in the gym. And I still... What song is that? Out of Town Freestyle. And what song is that? Bless the Booth Freestyle. Megan Monday Freestyle. And Megan's Piano? Megan's Piano has been top five on my own repeat playlist on Spotify all year. 
all year. Like, I don't know when she dropped this. When did she drop it? 2021? The minute I listened to it, oh, please. Hoes hate me because I'm the it girl. I ain't never asked me to shit, girl. No, uh-uh. She did it. She did what she had to do. So I feel like all of her projects are solid. She has the hype she has for a reason. She has had clearly what we all know is a very toxic situation with her label, which I feel like messes up a lot of her commercial potential. But even with all of that, she has tons of brand deals and partnerships. She has her own day in Houston. Like she is literally only getting bigger. Yeah, I love her. And, and I say, I also say all that to say she's only getting bigger despite, as y'all know, the stuff that has happened and the way people talk about her and use her, the very sexuality that we all know and love. People love to fetishize over and just consume, but then use her sensualness against her in spite of all of that she continues to press on she continues to carve out enjoyment of life i love how she keeps proving her haters wrong and just keeps going while she does not have to she doesn't with all that she deals with i just love when she just gives me some good music that i could jam to though i always understand artists like taking a break um this album, Traumazine, is a moment for Meg because this will be the last album that binds her to her contract with 1501. Allegedly. And after this, she's free. So I'm excited to see what that looks like. But if she made this under their poor leadership, bad marketing, lack of album rollouts, no support with all of that, 